The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The one, the only, the talented Manny Pacquiao and his tribute to the NFL. Manny Pacquiao. Thank you. Until the Super Bowl. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Great job, Manny Pacquiao. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I got my boy Q on the line. What's up, Q? What's up? And I got my boy Hoop. What's going on, Hoop? What's up, fellas? What's up? What's up? Hey, man. Um, let's get this thing started this week. I mean, we had a we had a great preseason. Preseason is over. But first of all, real quick, how was you guys this weekend? My weekend was just fine. Enjoy my extra day off. Can dig it. What about you, Q? My weekend was all right. Could have been better if I would have had two weekends in a row with uh, seeing Greg with his shirt off. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> I know we got to get a picture of Greg with his shirt off yeah. on uh, Twitter or something. I, I didn't. I didn't like that, those sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was a screaming child. <laughs> <laughs> I think Roddy saw you. <laughs> he, he knows that was a high. He was <laughs> Indeed, man. I didn't do too much, man. I went up, I'm actually up uh, close to your part of your neck of the woods, uh, Q. You know, just hitting up a couple parties and uh, doing watching the Georgia game. Watch. Okay, uh, I'm going to tell you, I didn't watch it, but I have it recorded. Are you serious right now? Yeah, I had a, a dinner party that I forgot about, man, and we still haven't watched it yet. But I have it on my DVR. I know all about it, but I'm still going to watch it though because I heard it was a great game. A dinner party. The game started at like five thirty. You caught none of it. <laughs> we had to leave for the. Well, I saw. I saw like the first quarter. It was when it was seven to seven. That's okay. as far as I got. And then my Uber Good. showed up. So. All right, I'm gonna pull your man card this week. <laughs> appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, fellas. Well, let's jump into it. Um, I guess we could do a uh, a uh, quick overview of uh, the Jacksonville game, and then we can go into the uh, schedule rundown. Um, I know you guys we didn't watch it last week because we were doing the podcast, and um, but I don't know if you guys saw any highlights, or we can just talk about what we saw on Hard Knocks. I watched it while we were doing the podcast, oh, okay. and. Uh... The only thing really to take away from it is uh, T.J. Yates had a good outing. Yeah, he did. That's, that's about the only thing I saw from it. He threw a, a nice bomb to uh, 
one of the receivers, but I saw he got cut on hard knocks. So that was Martino. Yeah, Martino. Martino. So that, that was all for nothing. But other than that, the, the highlight of the game is we got somewhat of a solid backup. I feel a little bit more comfortable yeah. knowing if Matt Ryan goes down with turf toe again or something like that. Uh, we got a decent backup. I got it. Yeah, that would that. Yeah, TJ Yates impressed me because I know we were down on him on the first couple of podcasts, but he totally turned it, did a one eighty, man. He was just a head case. Uh, you think so? That's how they portrayed him on Hard Knocks. He was talking to himself in the right the film room, looking kind of like a nutcase. But he <laughs> redeemed himself. You know, he earned his uh his backup job. All right. All right. Uh, yeah, I think he was just, you know, he got over whatever it was and, uh, you know, he proved himself what he had to that at, uh, at that particular point. Of, they definitely was going to cut him. But um, not to take away anything else from that Jacksonville game, I'm going to, I saw one of the best thing that I saw about it, and we'll probably talk about it a little later about on the hard knocks part of the show. But man, that, did y'all see that swimming pool? Man. <laughs> We saw the swimming pool. Man. They, I think they said ten thousand dollars to get into that pool. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Man, I'm, cheap, I'm cheap. <laughs> but that's the cool well, place to watch the pool. I mean, watch the game. Yeah. Well, you know them little pools you can put in your backyard and fill up. I have the one. Little, <laughs> yeah. I would have brought one of those. It's been me and Chelsea just chilling. <laughs> but it's cool. You could like see through it though. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Well, I hope. Pretty cool. Well, they got to do something to get Jacksonville fans to come to the game. So <laughs> next week, they'll be taking the tops off. <laughs> well, I hope Arthur Blank was taking notes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think Arthur's putting any pools in the new dome. <laughs> no. And I heard uh, the Ouija board told me Michael Sam was just disgusted by that. So <laughs> here we go. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. Un- a couple things I'll say about the Jacksonville game and we can go on is um, your boy uh, uh, Allen, the rookie Allen. What was his, what's his first Ricard, name? Ricardo yeah, Allen, Ricardo the cornerback. Man, he was trying his damnedest to make something happen. I mean, he had he, some good tackles, but, you know. He looked like Deion Sanders out there. I mean, he was on the pl- he was on the field for just about every defensive snap and every special team snap. Yeah, he was trying to get it in, man. He wanted to get on the roster. So we, he was a fourth round pick this year, right? Yeah. And we, when we cut him, did we sign him to the practice squad? I, I didn't know what happened. Yeah, I think they, they're, they're, they're going to put him on the practice squad. Isn't that right? Okay. Yeah. I think, I think Allen and Star were yeah. the two they put on the practice squad. The Star made the 53. Yeah, yeah Star made the 53. Oh, Star made, okay. Jacquez Smith is who they're going to uh, put on the practice squad or they're going to keep watching it. No, Jacquez made the uh, practice squad. Yeah, what about the boy the, from Africa? He got an injury settlement. Yeah, because they're going to re- after, gonna after look- six games they can uh, mess with him, you know, if they want to. Right. With that injury settlement, you know, he might go open up a McDowell's or something in his home country. So. Bullshit, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> well, with, with that man, I guess. Well, there was a real boy from Africa that actually got cut. This is what. Usain's boy, the defensive end. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Who, who's that? Huh? Osei Manures, uh, uh, Osei's, uh, the, the kid, uh, from Africa that was from the same place Osei's from? Nigeria, I can't think yeah. of his name. It's Nosa something. But he got I mean, cut, yeah. Okay, I did, I did see that. Yeah, they, they cut him, man. He was, like, one of the, the first two, I think, to, when they started the, uh, the cuts. Huh? Yeah, so he's gone, too, so, I mean, all that practice with, 
with uh i mean oc was showing him some good tips and stuff and you know but i guess he just couldn't i mean i don't know you motherfuckers hey sometimes sometimes it helps sometimes it doesn't right i don't think it was that he was bad i just don't think that i think you know he was able to keep up with other guys or whatever some other guys outshine him but i think they were looking at him like he, he has a lot of heart and he's trying real hard so I mean, it's hard to reach the bar that Croy Beerman has set for the defensive linemen. Ouch. I was hoping one of them would take uh, Croy's starting job. But, I did, too. But we're going to be in a lot of trouble this uh, this Sunday. So Yeah. And I hate to say it. A little Croy action. A little Croy action. All right, man. Well, um, like I said, well, TJ proved himself. Ricardo Allen was trying. But, you know, we'll see him on the practice team. We may, you know. I think he needs. I think they were also telling him he needs to like get his weight up a little bit because he was struggling to uh, to get you know to knock the ball out and uh, and to cover some of those receivers and he was just like you know they were like you know if he was a little stronger he could fight more so he probably get his weight up a little bit while he's on the practice team. Yeah, and it might have been the amount of snaps he had too. Like a like I said a little bit earlier, he was on the field for a lot. Yeah. Of snaps, so. I mean, that wears on you if you're not conditioned for that. You know, Deion Sanders could do it, play defense, right. all snaps, and then a couple of offensive snaps and some special team snaps. But these dudes today, man, they ain't, they ain't Deion. Yeah, they're not Deion, man, not at all. Anything else y'all want to mention about that Jacksonville game before we go to Hard Knocks? No, I didn't really concentrate too much on it. I knew the starters weren't going to play. Didn't really, didn't really look at it too much. All right. I, I got no good, bad, and ugly, uh, really, from this game, except for I guess my good would be uh, TJ Yates' performance. Okay. All right. Well, if you're going to do the good, bad, and ugly, I mean, it don't even have to be about this particular game. It could be about Parnot. And uh, I would say my good is um, jumping ahead would be uh, Coach Brian Cox at his home life, sitting back and his wife making him smoke his, his stogies <laughs> out in the porch. He takes about three showers a day because she makes him shower after he smokes his damn cigars. She like, she, was, she like she was not about that nonsense either. I'm sure he really does smoke outside. I hate to say it. <laughs> I'm just glad he survived the holiday weekend because I heard he went out drinking and uh, John Abraham was his DD, so I'm just glad he survived the holiday weekend. It's not a good combination. It's not no. a good combination. No. Well, he knows how to navigate these, those Atlanta streets, so he's good. All right, then what's your bad, Q? I guess my bad would have been... Uh, the uh, the boy from Africa going down with the injury. I uh, I had high hopes for him. I know I, I clown him every week, but I really did have high hopes for him. And right, you know, I hope we get to see him uh, in the future. What about you, Hoop? Well, my good. You kind of took my uh, Brian Cox. I thought he was the star of the show. But uh, I guess I like how they showed the wide receivers kind of sticking together. I guess the last episode, they're playing spades. Seem like they're a tight knit group. Hopefully, yeah. it transfers to the field. Now, as far as my bad, I think I talked about that the first first podcast I was on. They showed Croy Beerman's wife right. for more than a second. It was all bad, <laughs> bad, bad. Y'all have a contract where you going, though? I hate. <laughs> hey, nothing personal. Well, I think one of my bad was Rashid Higman getting a full body massage after this tough uh, training camp that he Yeah, what was that about? Yeah, it was kind of weird. He's a big baby, man. Yeah, I see. He's a big kid. 
Well, well, since it was on HBO, I thought they was gonna show the happy ending, but. <laughs> she said, "No, boom, boom, we saw brother." Hey, what the motherfucker? Well, they had to cut that, man. <laughs> no, you gotta you know see that on. <laughs> you gotta see that on Cinemax. Exactly, you gotta with the Cinemax so that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and the ugly. Uh, I'll start the ugly off. My ugly, which is odd, even though he caused them. Well, he got himself kicked out of the. Uh, the uh, the previous, the, I guess, the Houston game, but Jacquez, I mean, Jacquez Smith getting put on the on the uh, practice team. I was really rooting for that kid. That kid's tough, man. I mean, he's really tough. I mean, he had a bad moment there, but he seemed pretty sincere that he was, you know, felt bad about it and he had his little apology. So, I wish they would have kept him, man. Yeah, I think that uh, penalty <laughs> that you know, not saying that was the only thing that got him on the practice squad. That probably was a $350,000 difference being on a 53-man roster in the practice squad, so maybe he can think about you know, playing with with a cool head. Yeah. I think, I, I think he got that point. Go ahead, Q. I, I just feel bad, because that, that seems like the whole entire training camp was about being tough, standing up for yourself, let's protect the quarterback. If somebody hits them late, let's, uh, let's get in their face. Right. And, uh, you know, it just seemed like the whole training camp was about mental toughness, we're no bitches, let's right. do this. And then all of a sudden, you know, they cut a guy for being too tough, you know, so thought it was strange, but it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Well, we'll share that ugly. So that was, you know, good, the bad and the ugly. But um, all right. Well, let's go into Hard Knocks. I mean, it was the last one. And I guess the the biggest focus was, you know, the rookies and and, and watching them sweat it and, you know, to going through the cuts. I mean, that was kind of interesting seeing the cuts the way they did it, because I like how. You know, uh, Mike Smith really said, you know, he said, I'm still not desensitized to this after being here so long. You know, he really hates that, you know, crushing rookies dreams. These guys would try real hard, but, you know, it's part of the job. So you got to do it. What do you think? Man, man, I would have changed my phone number and then showed up, showed up for uh, practice the next uh, practice and said, uh, how do you get no call? What, what call? What call? What call? Or, or, or do the... Or do the, the, the uh, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. What'd you say? Exactly. I'll call you back later. Hello? What? Bad number. <laughs> I mean, bad reception. Let me be clear. But, you know, they told him, he's like, don't answer your phones. No matter what, if you, ain't know, if you, if you don't recognize the number, still answer it. You got to do it. So safe, safe to say if you get a, you know, after watching a few seasons of Hard Knocks, if you get a call from, you know, the random you know, equipment manager, you know, I guess that's a tell sign of, you know, I guess I'm turning my book in. Right. It's not going to be good. Huh? Well, some guys are holding on to the hope. Well, maybe they're going to sign me to the practice squad. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, and that's two guys that we saw actually got that. So, and like you said, and, and what they were telling them, they're like, this is actually your, your demo reel. To a, to a degree, like, uh, you know, we may not, if you don't get on our team, other teams are looking at you. You never know what they need, and you definitely might fit that bill. So it's like you perform to get on the Falcons, and you perform for other prospects. Right. Now, let me let me ask you guys a question. What's up? Compared to past seasons of Hard Knocks, on a 1 to 10 scale, with 1 being bad and 10 being good, okay. how, would you rate, how would you rate these four episodes of Hard Knocks we got this year? I'm going to start it off and just say I'm going to give it a me- mediocre six. What about a six? What about you, Hoop? Mm, 
I'll give it a one to ten. I give it a seven. Seven. I think, I think it was too bad. Okay, I'm with you, Hoop. I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad. You you think it was not as good as it could have been? Cute. It I mean, it just wasn't as good as past seasons. You know, it wasn't right. as good as the Dallas seasons with uh, T.O. and Pac-Man, or right. the Cincinnati season with Pac-Man and right. Yeah, I think Pac-Man's been on there for four years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the the Baltimore season where Ray Lewis made a couple of pop-up appearances. The Jets season, yeah. you know, where Rex Ryan was acting crazy and sucking toes. and <laughs> F-bombing. <it> F <laughs> F-bombing. And it just, uh, it, it, to me, it just was lackluster. I just couldn't, I just couldn't get into it. It just didn't have anything behind it that was just like right. oh man you know it was nothing nothing well, i mean it's the falcons you know it's the falcons man and we already have that reputation for you know being in the south being we're lunch pail guys yeah lunch pail no guys flash. you know no flash you know they're not really like northerners or or midwesterners or whatever you know so i don't know but i thought was, overall i thought it was great for the city yeah, it was. Yeah, it was great for the city, and it was fun to see the team on there, especially after you know getting the call last year and declining. It was good to see the team on there, but it just wasn't exciting. I was expecting Tony Gonzalez to be at a practice. I was expecting Deion Sanders to be at a practice. I was expecting more of Mr. I'm on the sideline of every game, Arthur Blank, to have more uh, screen time. I was expecting Julio Jones to have more screen time. I felt like I um, just there was so much just left out there that just didn't get put on the table for us well i think julio probably kind of shot away from the camera he seems like you know that yeah i don't i don't recall him ever doing too much in front of any camera yeah i'm not surprised yeah i mean you know the I highlight mean, of the show go ahead no go, go no, ahead i was gonna say the highlight of the show seemed to be uh freeman buying a lazy boy and uh <laughs> I know. and, yeah. and you and your boy that played miniature golf with his girlfriend or went to the driving range with his girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Um, that was Alan again. Oh. Alan, Alan again, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, you know. Yeah, I agree. That lazy boy, that could have been left on the edit floor. I don't really see why that was put in there, but it is what it is. Yeah, I agree with you on that. The, the, the lazy boy part, they could have left that out. I mean, uh, I mean, Ronnie tried to make it more interesting. And also, I thought it was a good look into Matt Ryan's leadership skills. <laughs> you know, he he's always getting, you know, we all hear it. We're from around here. People saying that, you know, Falcons don't have a leader. And they're thinking Matt's not really, you know, stepping up as a leader. But it was cool to actually see him, you know, talk to those guys and, and, and talk them up and, and step into that leadership role, especially after that last game when he told him, you know, don't think this is good enough, you know. He's like, y'all got to get out of there. If you think this is good enough, you know, that ain't what, what this is all about. Well, let's do what we came to do. Let's step into this uh, 2014 schedule. All right, man. Well, we're going to jump right into this 2014 schedule. Championship playoff. And uh, like we said last week, it's going to be a doozy. The Saints are gonna come marching in on the on Sunday, and um, you know I feel that we're gonna hold our own against the Saints. And you know what? I think the Saints game will dictate the Falcons the rest of the season, as far as the fan perspective, as far as how they are gonna be for the rest of the season. Because I think that even if we lose to the Saints, 
If, and if we lose to them twice, but we go on to the Super Bowl, I think, you know, people are going to still dog us out. Thanks, well, first Saints off, fans are annoying. And I hate to yeah. say it. Saints fans are just annoying. And yeah. uh, second off, if you mention Falcons and Super Bowl in the same sentence. <laughs> I'm a believer, man. Well, okay. <laughs> Well, some folks believe in Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy, so I'm going to let you go ahead and have them put the Falcons on that same shelf right next to all three of them. I'm going to believe it just like Sam Jackson. <laughs> Rise up. That's what exactly. You see him every Sunday at that game talking about what Can do Falcons do? We rise up, so I'm rising it's up. Time I've been knocked down <laughs> quite a few times, but I always rise. What about you, Zoo? I don't have as, as a bright as right of a prediction for uh, yeah. the Saints game, but but I will be, you know, there are going to be some things we can look at to see if they, you know, if they have a little bit of fight in them. You know, you know I, I hate to be the, if it's, you know, a close game, we still got to win kind of person, but right. I, I just don't, I just don't want to see uh, Drew Brees just, you know, march down the field constantly. I, I want to see our defense show some resolve. Well, the only way that's going to happen is they put Three men on Jimmy Graham. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, really. That's and one of them can't be Croy Beerman. Hell no. And I hate to say Listen, that. listen, you like Sam Jackson. You seen snakes <laughs> you seen snakes on a plane, right? Right. By week eight, the Jumbotron gonna come up and Sam Jackson gonna be like, What's up with these Mickey Ficky losses in this Mickey Ficky stadium? That's what they need. They need Sam to like be the, the motivational guy. <laughs> they might they might be two and six come the halfway point. Oh no. They're hoping not. <laughs> well who what do you think about the schedule looking at it, man? I mean what what are, what are, what are your um, predictions? You know, I, I know we don't have a time to go game for game, right? But I'm thinking more of seven and nine. Okay. Well, let's just um, run through. Let's just run through the games real quick. Okay, go ahead. Just, to, just a straight up win or loss. Okay. Week one, New Orleans Saints at home. I say win. Loss. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out and say I think they're gonna pull that game off and get a win. All right. Go Gator. Next game. Week Cincinnati. Cincinnati, Cincinnati, on the road. Uh, I'm not really haven't been following Cincinnati that much, but I'm gonna go ahead and be a homer and say win. I think they can beat Cincinnati on the road. Loss. I'm a- <laughs> Loss. <laughs> Loss. Okay. All right. Maybe a game we can all agree on, fellas. Let's go week <laughs> three with this Tampa Bay game, Thursday night football. Go hoop. on the road. Oh, no, it's at home. It's Thursday Night Football at home. Yeah. At home, I don't know why everybody thinks, think the Buccaneers are going to be so good this year. I don't know if y'all saw there's predicted to be 11-5 and five and maybe win the division. I saw that. I'm not, I'm not buying it. We get the win. I think we get the win, too. I think we get the win as well. Now, here's where things get a little bit tricky. Okay. Adrian Peterson coming to t- – uh, we're going to go travel to see Adrian Peterson week four. Minnesota AP. afternoon game. Right. What do you think we can do against uh, stopping Adrian Peterson from going over 100 yards on us? Uh, <sighs> I'm a little up in the air on this, but I'm going to go ahead and say a loss. Peterson, Peterson gets his 100 yards. We get the win. I'm not impressed with their quarterback. I was going to say the same thing, too. I think uh, Adrian Peterson has a huge game. Right. Uh, 
puts up a big number, maybe 120 yards rushing on uh, probably a lot of carries, 20-plus carries. But I think we still get the win. I think uh, other than Peterson, that's probably their only option. I think, uh, you know, Adrian Peterson was right. pushing hard to get Michael Vick in Minnesota yeah. uh, during the offseason. I think maybe that was for a reason. He knows something we don't know. Right. So right. I think uh, I think we can uh, beat Minnesota at home. So then we're going we're gonna to roll into week five. Week five? And, the New York Giants on the road. Um, that's a toss-up game for me. That's a toss-up. It just depends on which Eli Manning shows up. Mm, good point. I think it's going to be the chump Eli Manning, so I'm going to say that's a win for us. I think that that's a winnable game for us, but not by much. Yes, fourteen. I think that's a winnable game too. But if you, if you're keeping track. You know, we're saying right now the Falcons are going to have uh, a winning record. No, not me. I'm two and two. You're two. Okay. Okay. You're two and two. Okay. Well, Rock and I are uh, are both uh, thinking the only loss so far we're going to see is. Well, Rock and I. I wait, wait, Rock and I, I think we're about three and one right now, right? Yeah. I, I said Minnesota and Cincinnati we're going to lose. Hey, Rock, Rock thinks we're going to the Super Bowl. I'm not. Rock thinks we're going to the Super Bowl, so yeah. <laughs> you, you better have some losses coming up soon, Quincy. I'm a believer. Yeah. <laughs> let's, look at, uh, let's look at Sunday, October 12th, my birthday, 1 o'clock, Georgia Dome. Chicago Bears come to town. Minus Devin Hester because he'll be on our team and he's going to have a lot to prove. Right. I think we get that win for uh, Hester. With a 13 and one record. Lost, lost by last second field goal. Mm. I say win for Hester as well. I think they're going to try to get the ball into Hester's hands, and I think uh, with space, he can make people miss, and he can uh, pick up some huge chunks of yardage with those fast legs. Yeah. I think uh, I think that's a game we hang in there, and I think maybe that's a game that falls into the Falcons' hands on the last uh, second field goal. So I'm gonna go win on October 12th because I might cry if we lose on my birthday so <laughs> don't, we don't want you to cry man <laughs> I think it's going to be a October 19th we travel to Baltimore 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 tough defense but you know minus Ed Reed now right minus Ray Lewis still right. got Joe Flacco on that strong arm right and they got Steve Smith as a slot guy. And they got Steve Smith in the slot. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Not based on that Steve Smith com- uh, comment. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and just say I don't think that's a game we can win on the road. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you because I was leaning on a possible win, but once I've heard about Steve Smith, that kind of sealed it for me. Yeah, I, I got a prediction. I don't have the Ouija board, but Ray Lewis comes out, does his pregame dance for the crowd. It'll be over. It'll be over then. We get killed. Yeah. Well, we travel outside the states, head to London, get the Detroit Lions at 9:30 in the morning. I was gonna say, you know, that game might work in your favor if you were playing a West Coast team at 9:30 in the morning, but <laughs> uh, this is a toss-up. I can see it going either way, and. Uh, I don't know. You got a, you got a, what's the boy from Georgia Tech hoop? I can't think of his name right now. Calvin Johnson. Oh. Megatron. Me- Megatron. Megatron. And then who else do you have? Because they got another good receiver opposite of Megatron out there. They, uh, I think they signed Golden Tate from Seattle. I mean, I, I know he's not on Megatron's level, but he's decent. Oh, wow. I don't know. This London game is a toss-up, but I think uh, Matthew Stafford has a field day 
I don't think we have an answer for Megatron. Right. But I don't know, our version of Megatron, Julio Jones, might have a good day as well. I don't know. I think, that, I think that game's going to come down to whoever can run the ball best because in the past years when they played in London, I've noticed that field's been soggy and nasty and just slippery and slidey. So I don't know. Yeah. I think I think that game comes down to whoever can run the ball best. Falcons a great running team. We got about, well, we got two great running back, good running backs, right. and then our starter, Stephen Jackson. Um <laughs> I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go Falcons take it just by pounding the ball and running the ball better. Uh, I'll, 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 I'll piggyback off the uh, running attack. If Steven Jackson is actually healthy on that day, we win. Right. If not, we take the loss. I got yeah, I uh, kind of stole, stole my thunder on Steven Jackson a little bit, but I'm thinking that uh, – by the time he reaches London, he would be like on the sidelines for at least three games. Uh, yeah. So I think yeah. that injury's gonna come earlier. By the time we get to London, he's just gonna be on the side drinking tea, sipping tea and eating crumpets and uh, rooting his own. I wouldn't so, be surprised. Uh, yeah, so that London game, I, uh, I'm gonna say we lose in that London game. Interesting. Well, something we can all agree on is um, Sunday, November 2nd, the Falcons have a bye, so I think we can all agree uh, Falcons won't win or lose. We'll just... I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a blowout. Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> I have a hunch. <laughs> and the best thing about it, too, is coming off that bye, right. you uh, you travel to Tampa Bay and you get another rematch against Tampa Bay, which I think is an easily, easily, easily uh, winnable game against Tampa Bay, whether it's on the road or at home. I don't know. I think Lovey might have something in store for us. I think he's waiting. He's going to see. I think he's anticipating the loss of the first game, but I think he's going to keep tape and watching for our weakness, and I think he's going to come back something strong, so I'm not going to put Tampa Bay out of it so far. But I'm going to go Falcons, but I'm thinking Tampa Bay may take it. But I'm going to go Falcons. Yeah, I think I think we split this series. So I had one in at home. So I'll take the loss on the road. If I think there's one team we can uh, in our division, we can sweep this year. I'm thinking it's Tampa. You know, it's only going to be Tampa if it's going to be anybody. So I'm hoping I'm hoping the Falcons have enough in the tank to be able to sweep Tampa because you can't sweep Carolina, you can't sweep uh, New Orleans. And following that Tampa game, we move into the next week, which is a um, Carolina game on the road at Bank of America Stadium. So we're going to face Cam for the first time for the season. And uh, it's going to be close, but I'm, I'm thinking the Falcons can pull it off if we if we have all the weapons totally firing. I agree. I think we can get the win on this one. Um, those, those receivers up in Carolina, kind of pedestrian. Hopefully we'll have a scheme to kind of slow them down. I, you know, this will be an upset, but yeah, this is my one upset of the year. I'm calling. You calling it an up? You gonna call an upset on that game, Hoop? Yep. Interesting. I think if Cam Newton is healthy, which I know he's got the injury bug right now, but if he's healthy, I think uh, Cam Newton and the Panthers win that game at home. All right. Next up, Johnny Football. Tim Tebow. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Hollywood, Johnny. <laughs> November 23rd <laughs> at Browns at home November 23rd well unfortunately Johnny Football will just be sitting on the sideline flipping us the bird but uh <laughs> sitting next to LeBron Magic sitting next to LeBron yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that Cleveland team has a long way to go I think uh, 
and drafting Johnny Football was just for hype and uh, attention. And I think um, that's a game we can easily take on the road. I but it's at home. Home. That one's at home. Oh, it's at home. Yeah. Oh, at the well, yeah. It's right. at home. We could take it on the road, but we'd definitely take it at home. Hmm. I agree. I got a win. I got win on that as well. No, All right, here we go. Next game at home. Let's let's get a little bit more interesting. Okay. A little a little, a little bit closer to home now. Arizona Cardinals. John Abraham, I think, is going to have something to prove if he gets coming home. Sober. If he, oh, he's if coming if he, home. <laughs> <laughs> he's sober. Home. Oh, he's coming to the dome. He's coming to the dome now. It's an afternoon game, you know. Right. The one o'clock starts. You know, the the uh, the the East Coast team always has the the advantage in those one o'clock start games. But this is a four o'clock start game. Right. Abraham coming home. They told me he can't go to Magic City until after the game's <laughs> over. <laughs> I don't know if we can shut down Larry Fitzgerald, and I know the boy from LSU, uh, Honey Badger. I know he'll be right. back there on defense, lurking, and he's healthy and looking good. That game right there is a toss-up. Yeah, it is. A I'm, having, I'm having a hard time with that one too. Since I am, we are home. I'm gonna go ahead and take take the Falcons. I'm gonna take the Falcons since it's at home. I give the toss-up games if they're home games to the Falcons. I agree with you, Hoop. So, well, I think that uh, Abraham is going to be gunning for his boy Croy because he's always. I don't think he ever really liked him for real. He only pl- pretended like he liked him, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But I think I'm going to go with uh, with you guys on that and say we're going to win, but it's going to be a tough one. Okay. Well, here's a definite. I think we can all agree on this one. Oh, um, most definitely. Monday Night Football. <laughs> Lambo. At Lambo. Balls. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. I don't think there's any way the Falcons can travel on the road. They don't play good in cold weather games, I've no. noticed, ever. And um, by uh, by December eighth, it's gonna be cold as hell in Green Bay. I don't see the Falcons uh, even showing up for this game. I, I, I think this game is, is gonna be something more like forty-two to seven, forty-two to ten, something like that. I think it just gets out of hand quickly and just uh, not pretty for the Falcons. No hope, no hope in, at Lambeau. I agree. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best player in the NFL. Um, I think they're going to make a run for the Super Bowl, and the Falcons definitely aren't going to stop them. It's going to be a blowout. I agree, Hoop. I think Rodgers uh, is definitely going to be on his game this year. It's too damn cold up there, and uh, I heard they don't like rappers, so I'm going to give it to Green Bay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's bounce to the next week then. The Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't know what kind of defense the Pittsburgh has this year, but we know their offense is streaky, especially with that new offensive coordinator they got. What was that last year they got the new uh, offense coordinator or the year before? This is uh, this is Ty Haley's third year. Third year, okay. And he hadn't done really done much with that offense, really, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, him and Big Ben clash. Oh, really? Yeah, I know that first year they did. Hmm. I don't know how to pick this one. I just don't know what the what the Pittsburgh defense has. I know I don't know if they're still that still curtain they they once were. You know, Do they still uh, have Palomalo. Well, yeah, they got him. Right. They got him, but he's busy doing hair commercials. I heard. So. <laughs> you know. Was he was he playing last season or was that the season he was injured most of the time? Uh, last year he played. I think he had pretty good stats from okay. what I remember. 
Yeah, he, he got a lot of playing time last year. I think the season before was that uh, season where, was it the hamstring that was bothering him and, and pretty much shut him down? I believe so. Yeah. So, I don't know about that game. That's a toss-up. Uh, we're at the Dome. Mm. I'm going to give it to Pittsburgh. I'm giving um, it. Go, go ahead, Rock. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give it to the Falcons, but just merely for the fact we're going to be at home. I'm, I'm going Steelers. It's going to be a hangover from that blowout the week before. They're going to be feeling sorry for themselves. I get beat. Plus, uh, Hoop and I uh, share something in common. I think uh, the last time Pittsburgh came to Atlanta, we were at that game, and we know that uh, uh, 60% of the crowd oh, man. Was, was waving terrible towels. So uh, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. The, uh, the Steelers fans travel deep. Yeah. You probably hear more cheering for the Steelers than you do for the Falcons. And right. uh, it's almost like a road game for the Falcons, I'm sorry to say. I don't think they can get the job done even at home against the Steelers just because of that, uh, the, the, you know, the crowd. Okay. Who's after that? Uh, uh, see the Saints again? This, yep, December 21st. And that's in the Superdome. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm calling loss for obvious reasons. <laughs> I'm going to say the Falcons can't beat the Saints on the road. If they get the job done, it's going to have to be at home week one. Can't get it done at home week one, then we're going to get swept by the Saints. I think you're right. Because, uh, uh, yeah, if they don't get it home, done at home, we're, they're definitely going to get us on the road. And, um, well, we're going to beat them at home. So they're going to be pissed off about that. Who huh? they, I think who that nation, who that nation is going to rise up for the occasion. So uh, I don't think it's going to be an easy win. Um, but I think New Orleans definitely going to hand it to us. And Jimmy Graham is going to be the star of that game, the MVP. Yeah, they might dunk and break the break the field goal post. <laughs> exactly. Father Goodell, Father Goodell said no more dunking. But he already did it in the preseason twice already. See? He don't care. Jimmy Graham do not care. No, he doesn't care at all. Man. Yeah, he, he's balling out this year. And yeah. Drew Brees is getting him the ball. Um, yeah, I think that Saints team is going to be tough. I think that Saints team is going to be the team that actually wins the division, personally. So, yeah, you can't tell Albinos what to do, man. They they follow their own. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Ouch. Oh, Ouch. singer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next, Q? And then uh, we end the we end the season with the Carolina Panthers a rematch, but this time at home. I uh, I was at the last game of the season last year right. when we played the Carolina Panthers and we gave them a good fight, but they uh, ended up pulling away with it. Yeah. Are we are we always playing uh, them at the end of the year? I, I went to a game where yeah. we're playing them at the end of the year. Yeah, they always play them at the end of the year. It's always the last home game. It's always after Christmas. Oh. It's been that way. I think the last at least the last two seasons. Um, I think the team with the better record wins this game. Whichever team that is. I think whichever team has more to the win from picking up this win, right. is the team that wins that game, and uh, that's how it came down to last year. The, the, the you know the Falcons were four and eleven going into that game, and and uh, Carolina was playing for a playoff spot. Or was it for the division or a playoff spot? Division, because Saints division. were definitely were not playing for the division right. last year. So and uh, they ended up getting the job done. So I think uh, I think that game comes down to whoever needs it most will win. Well, I was going to call this my only team that we swept this year, but 
Quincy made a good point about Carolina probably needing this game because yeah. I have them kind of on the fringe. So I think they might <laughs> they might take this one. I don't think we'll be having anything to play for. I think Willie Moe and Roddy White will have their uh, Hawaii plans already set, so they won't be thinking about nothing. The courting a remarkable group of guys. Willie Moore, is, Willie Moore is not going to the Pro Bowl. Please hey, I didn't say he made it. He's just going. <laughs> he, he, he's not getting the jacket. Maybe Julio Maybe Julio and, uh, and Roddy might have uh, spectacular seasons and make it to the Pro Bowl. Right. And maybe and maybe Matt can make it to the Pro Bowl this year. I think the offense I think the offense is gonna be okay. The offense yeah. has weapons. Yeah. It's the defense that concerns me from the defensive line all the way back to the defensive secondary. secondary. Yeah. I just worry about this team. I don't think that they can uh, get to the quarterback. Right. And I don't think they can uh can uh stop some of these big time receivers when they come to town and and then and, and uh you know We'll know right away with uh, Drew Brees coming to town what this secondary is made out of because uh, right. I don't think Drew Brees will throw for anything less than 350. And mm. I hate to say it. Well, I mean, that, that will be a good barometer of what's going to happen. So, uh, but oh, for that last game for the Carolina, for me, for the Carolina game, I'm only, only reason I'm saying that the Falcons are not going to win this one is because I think they're going to win, beat them the first time. But I don't think they can beat Carolina back to back. I mean, uh, twice in the same season. Cam's gonna bring the Superman out. Yeah, Cam's gonna bring the Superman out, and I just don't. But Steve Smith's not there, so uh so many factors. NCAA BS <laughs> BCS championship. The Falcons have a hard time with scrambling quarterbacks. I think uh, Cam Newton can pick up some uh, some first downs and, and keep the chains moving and. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about this game. I think whoever needs it most will win it. But if it's Carolina, who's on the verge of getting a wild card or something like that, I'm going to go ahead and just give it to Carolina. If Cam can get healthy and stay healthy, it's it's Carolina's game. But I know uh, Cam right now is struggling. I know his ribs are a little sore, and I know his foot has a little little uh, pain and ache in it. So, you know, we'll we'll see how how things play out with uh, Carolina. But... Okay, now that we got done with the schedule, I don't think I heard you guys give a a record prediction. I know I said seven to nine. Maybe I missed your record prediction. What did what did y'all guys think? I'm gonna go uh, opposite of you, Hoop, and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go nine and seven. Okay, not make the playoffs. Nine and seven, nine seven. Not to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're gonna make it with nine wins. Yeah, I agree. No, you're not gonna make it with nine wins. Oh, really? So well, I miscalculated somewhere. All right. Well, I'll say 10 wins. One, two, three, four, and five. And was it what, 10 and five? Academic. Six. No, six. 10 and six. Yeah. Possibly give you a wild card. Okay. Yeah. Give us, I think we're, yeah. I think the wild card is what we are probably going to be realistically playing for to make mm. it into the playoffs. And I think if we can get that card, I think we can get one playoff game definitely with a possibility of getting another one because I don't think that they're going to have a, you know, if they get in there, they're not going to lose two playoff games. I think they're going to try to at least get both of them done if they can make it in there. Hey, Hoop, we need to go to... um... We need to go to Rock's house next week for the game because it sounds like he's smoking good and drinking good over at his house. What, the, what they got over there in East Atlanta? Oh, man, they got that good good over here. They got that sticky icky. Yo, they have a little five points. I believe it. They got that the cocky dookie and the pookie wookie. 
but uh no man i mean i really like what i saw from from hard knocks i mean i might be drinking the kool-aid but you know it is what it is so let's look at it this way fellas if the falcons can find a way to win nine games i don't think they'll win more than nine games if they win nine games or less Mike Smith, does he stick around for another season, or does Arthur Blank say, hey, we need to uh, explore other options? Uh, he'll be officially on a hot seat, in my opinion, but not fired. Just hot seat right. for next season. I agree with Hoop. I agree with Hoop. He'll be on the hot seat if they make it that far, but he, I don't think he's going to get fired. Yeah, a franchise so. that didn't have back-to-back winning seasons, and, you know, the guy that gives you four, yeah, you know, yeah. you got to give him a little bit, of, little bit of rope. Yeah, he only had one really bad season, so... <laughs> I don't think he's going to cut loose yet. Him or Thomas. Now, most importantly, let's get to my uh, my <laughs> topic tonight. I want to speak about. Okay. What do you think about Michael Sam getting cut from the Rams and being signed to the Dallas Cowboys practice squad? Well, from what I heard, I, I hadn't really watched him, but I heard that he really was doing pretty pretty decently from the Rams. I mean, you know, he had some pretty good plays and uh, some pretty good tackles. And I guess from what I saw, I saw the coach do his, his uh, press conference, and he was just saying that now he was he was actually pretty good, but I guess he didn't work out to their scheme the, the way they were going. So they just you know they went with someone that they thought would work a little better. And is he getting picked up by Dallas? I mean, yeah, he's on the he's got picked up by Dallas. Going to be put on the practice squad. He's on, yeah. But, you know, his top three teams are the Packers, the Rams, and he's really excited to go to a city called the Big D. <laughs> Here we go. I knew that was coming. <laughs> that didn't take long. Well, he's going to have a good time down there, so, you know. <laughs> He'll be all right. He'll be all right. I heard, uh, you know, part of the reason they let him go in St. Louis is because he showed up to one of the team meetings in his pink jersey with some cut-off jean shorts. Oh. <laughs> like, I thought this was rookie hazing. <laughs> Hey, hey. <laughs> so, I'm not going to even go there with you. <laughs> so we'll see what happened with Michael Sam, but best of best of luck to him. Best of luck to the young man. Yep. You know, I'm, I'm gonna give him three snaps in Z formation. <laughs> so I, I thought you could let that go. I hope it worked out for him. Snap, snap, and a Zorro twist, I guess. As the muscular, sweaty football <laughs> men get down on that line right. of scrimmage. This is going south real fast. Is. Uh, is the Ouija around? I want to know what the Ouija's prediction for Sunday's game at the Dome, the season kickoff against the Saints. What do you got for me, Ouija? I also have a question once Ouija's done. Well, I mean, well, so what am I asking the Ouija board? Are we going to win, or what? What are we? What are we asking the Ouija board? Because we got to be specific, or right, it'll catch on fire. Ouija, how, okay, how? What's what is the scheme? How many points we're going to beat the Saints by Ouija. Ouija? How much? How many points do you think we're going to beat them by? Ouija, how many points are we going to beat the Saints by? Ouija board set. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Man, you ain't beating them Saints. <laughs> you better forget about that. Yeah, I have a question for Ouija. Go ahead, Hill. How many rushing yards for Steven Jackson this year? This season? Yes, this season. Oof. That's a tough question, but I will ask the Ouija board. Ouija, how many rushing yards will Steven Jackson have this season? What is the Ouija? Ouija board said, um, 
I hope uh, Freeman lets uh, Stephen Jackson borrow his lazy boy. <laughs> it is not. It's not looking good right now. That doesn't sound promising. That doesn't sound promising at all. I thought he was going to say negative five. You know that hamstring injury. Yes. Yeah. The hamstring injury. I just don't see uh, Stephen Jackson being able to come back and bounce back from it quickly. I think it nags him, and I think uh, I think by week three or four, you see Stephen Jackson miss- missing another game. Personally. And, and do you think uh, if if that happens this year, and we don't have a well, whether we have a winning season or not, he's off the team. Steven Jackson's contract is up, right? We only signed him to a two-year deal. Right. Yeah, I don't think he's got any guarantees. So, I think um, I think we part ways with Steven Jackson because we have a lot of uh, potential and uh, Freeman and Smith and draft and Todd Gurley first round. <laughs> to draft Todd Gurley, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and then Jaquiz Rogers is still Todd out there Gurley. too. Don't forget about him. So, right. What right. mean? So, well, that's I don't man. Because I was so I was hyped up about that man. I would because you know the biggest reason I was hyped about Stephen Jackson is because I could get a Jackson jersey. Get oh it? yeah, my your name. cousin. Yeah, Go Gator. Exactly my cousin, but uh, I ain't putting that chump's number on my back. So. Yikes! <laughs> All right, you can so. still you can still get it, but you're gonna take some heat at the games. I know that's why I haven't gotten it. I'll stick with Jones, please. <laughs> Stick with a guarantee. Vegas says stick with the guarantee. I'm going with Vegas. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, so. fellas, we, uh, we're less than 20 minutes away from uh, the start of uh, the official season kickoff. Green Bay and um, Seattle. I am going to go ahead and say I'm going to roll with Seattle tonight. Anybody else want to throw something out there? Seattle's read too many paper clips. <laughs> Green Bay wins. Oh, wow. I'm going to go with Seattle because of your boy uh, uh, Sherman. Yep. I think he's still upset. And he Nobody wants can cover me. <laughs> he's like, he was like, keep your mouth. Don't be talking about me. Crabtree, don't you? He's still mad at Crabtree. Yeah, we need some sound effects on that, Rock. I know you got it. <laughs> you know I got it. You know I got it. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, this, well, if this, you got anything else to say, you want to wrap this up? I think uh, I'm going to wrap it up and I'm going to go ahead and say I think Seattle gets the win tonight because I heard uh, Aaron Rodgers has been hanging out with Michael Sam on the down down low. But that's neither here nor there. Hey-oh. Take a man while he's down. (laughs) All right, y'all. On that note, we're definitely going to wrap this up. But all right, everybody, we're going to wrap this up. But next time we come to you, we're going to come to you right after the uh, first game of the season. So that should be fun. And this whole season, we got some cool things we're going to be doing, have more holes. And a whole bunch of things we're going to work out. So uh, please check us out. Continue to listen to us and subscribe to us. And we'll see you guys next week. Go Falcons. Go Falcons. Go Falcons. Wait, 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 wait. Hmm. (laughs) You sound like somebody just shot your dog, man. You okay? Oh, go Falcons. (laughs) There you go. Rise up. There there you go, rise. (laughs) Hoops sound like one of them girls that be like, don't you love me? And he'd be like, yeah, I love you. <laughs> He's saying go Falcons against the Saints team, but I think it's just a it's just a go Falcons. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be mighty disappointed for the next podcast fans. But uh, tune in anyways. We'll break it down for you. All right. Until next time. Until next time, everybody. See ya. Peace. Bye. Peace. Enough is enough.